0: Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Scott Arnold. Scott, are you ready to do this? I am ready and looking forward to it. Excellent. Let's do this. Scott is a CFP. He's a partner at impact folio llc i'm excited to have you on scott tell us a little bit about your personal life some more about your work and why you do what you do
1: all right well thank you george for the opportunity to be on the show uh, i'll start with the personal front um, my wife and i have been married for 15 years we have two incredible young energetic boys ages nine and seven nice. so they, they keep us very busy, and we, we don't need a gym membership chasing them <laughs> around. Uh, so we enjoy spending time together as a family and exploring all the outdoor activities that Colorado has to offer. Um, I'm a partner and an equal owner of Impact Folio with my, my two business partners, Julie McDaniel and Rebecca Kennedy. I'm proud to say that our wealth management firm is a majority woman-owned firm. We believe in the benefits of diversity and practice what we preach.
0: Well, I appreciate all those things. I've got a, uh, a son, and he's two and a half, and I can only imagine what he's going to look like when he's seven and nine. So, <laughs> <laughs> stay,
1: stay in good shape. That's my advice on that front, George.
0: Yeah, I think that that's probably probably some of the best advice that that, that, that I'm going to get. So Impact Folio, your, your, your firm, talk to us a little bit more about um, what makes you guys unique.
1: Yeah, so we, a couple items, um, we created Impact Folio to, to really be a, a different type of financial services company, a, a true financial force of good. So two things that really make us different. Number one is our 100% focus on impact and sustainable investing strategies. And then we also um charge our clients differently than most firms charge in the industry. So we essentially provide holistic financial planning and impact investing for one flat annual fee.
0: Got it. Okay. Well, let's take each one of those one at a time. Let's actually start with the fee. Why, okay. why did you make the decision to do that?
1: Yeah, we, we looked at many different fee structures. The, 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 the norm in the industry is to charge a percentage of assets that are that a, a firm is managing for a client or for a client. And we just you know we are as as a firm, we are a legal fiduciary for our clients. So we felt that um, that model it, it, it is it does generate or has inherent conflicts of interest. Um, one example or an example would be if, if I'm managing money for a, a client and let's say they've got a, a $1 million portfolio, if they come to us and they they found either a, a great real estate investment uh, opportunity or maybe it makes sense for them to pay down their mortgage or pay off their mortgage, with our, our model, um, we're, we're we're charging a flat fee. So we're not compensated based on the amount of assets that we manage. So the, the right thing in that scenario could could easily be investing in the real estate uh, investment or opportunity or paying off their mortgage. But if you're if you're an advisor that's compensated based on the amount of assets that you manage, then there's that subconscious conflict that you know if a client pulls four hundred thousand from their portfolio, then if you're charging the traditional one percent, then you've you now seen a, a reduction in in fees. So we wanted to create a, a pricing structure that helped to eliminate conflicts of interest and, and, and really helps put us on the same side of the, the table as our clients. I
0: appreciate that very much. Got it. All right. So being a financial force of good, I, 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 I like the sound of that. Um, okay. And I think that probably, well, I know we've had some people on the show talking about impact investing and ESG. Um, why, why is that important to you?
1: Um, multiple reasons. We, at the core of impact or ESG or sustainable investing, I, I know there's many different terms out there with slight differences, but really at the core is we feel that um, it, it's really the best way to manage money for the long term. Um, if you're, you know, the and, and there's. Impact investing or sustainable investing today is not the same type of socially responsible investing that we, we used to see 10 or 20 years ago. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the false perceptions still continue today with with what used to be called socially responsible investing. The old school form used to be rather expensive. It, it primarily focused on exclusionary factors, so excluding certain companies or certain sectors. So in the past, it was it was expensive, and it was hard to diversify, and arguably the returns were lower. But if you fast forward to today, impact investing, it, it's a combination of excluding certain, usually SIN stocks. You're your gambling, alcohol, gun-related um, companies, but more importantly, there's a shift of to including companies that have high environmental and social scores, companies that do a good job with risk management, and the evidence is, is really overwhelming that when you're looking at long-term risk-return characteristics, companies that take all stakeholders into account you know those are companies that tend to be impact companies or have high ESG scores they they're going to generate the same financial return but with just less risk over the long
0: term. Got it I appreciate that all right sure. so so sustainability um, you break it down on your website going over these three P's planet people and profit.
1: Yes. Yeah, so the three P's, we sometimes will refer to this as triple bottom line investing. Um, it's it's a slight take on the ESG investing, which stands for environmental, social, and, and governance. So the people, planet, prop, profit, the P is the looking at environmental factors. So that's going to look at items such as what are, what's the company's carbon footprints? What's their carbon emissions? Um, how are they treating their their natural resources? Are they efficiently using their water? Are they, you know, a negative environmental item would be, are they knowingly dumping uh, polluted water into the local water supply? Um, on the social front, which is, um, you know, relates to the, the P of planet, you know, that's looking at items such as how do companies treat their employees what's their what's their supply chain standards Um, you know a good example would be facebook how do they handle privacy and and data security issues Um, and then the last one the governance we link that to profitability uh, because at the end of the day our our number one objective or goal for our clients is still to maximize returns and minimize risk. Uh, And governance does a great job just helping to eliminate unnecessary risks. So that's going to look at ownership. It's going to look at board pay. um, How does the company, how they handled any type of controversies in the past. I'll um, I'll pick on Facebook again. They're a good example of of poor governance. Um, You've got Zuckerberg, who's the, you know, the CEO and also chairman of the board and owns the majority of the stock. So there's not, there's not a lot of checks and balances in in that situation.
0: Got it. That is a, a lot of analysis. So I have to imagine that you're probably benefiting from, from technology to, to go through and do all this screening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I feel that's, um improvements in technology are some of the the reasons why we're able to to offer the flat fee that we offer our clients. our Our fee structure is significantly lower than, you know than a you know, a client that's got a million or two million dollars that's that's paying a one percent advisory fee. Um, technology also makes it much easier to, utilize the third-party data that looks at these different ESG factors in, in building a portfolio. Um, one, of the, one of the other incorrect perceptions with impact investing is that there's, there's not enough of these investments to, to build a properly diversified portfolio. Um, and that's maybe that was the case five or 10 years ago. But if you were to look at the number of investments that are available now, and the just the the companies that are rolling out new products and continue to roll out new investment solutions, um, you know, just look at the two largest asset managers in the world, iShares and Vanguard. They're rolling out ESG mandated products. Um, so technology has played a key role in bringing down costs and making this data more easily available to investment management firms like us.
0: Got it. Nice. It's a beautiful thing, right there. It's certainly something I, I was thinking about as as you were explaining it to me. Um, obviously, you need to be able to put together a diversified portfolio. Um, do you have a sense of of, of what percentage of the S and P five hundred gets sort of booted out because they don't fit in this framework? Yeah, that's it's um.
1: Well, it depends on each firm's or um, asset manager's criteria. Um, I've seen some investments that have more stringent um, ESG or impact factors, and they'll whittle whittle it down to maybe a hundred uh, large cap equity positions. Um, the one of the main indices that we use is is through iShares and there's about uh, it's about 350 or so positions so you it it really depends on the um, investment solution that you're using Uh, i do like to you know throw this out as as a as a data point that the the index that we use to um, to cover essentially to cover the s p 500 or or large us-based companies it's performed right in line with the S&P 500. Mm So kind of the same risk return metrics. But if you were to look at the environmental or social returns, that's where you see a huge difference. Um, Just on the environmental front, the index that we use, the underlying companies, um, they use about 34 less tons of CO2 emissions for every 1 million in sales. Um, that's usually referred to as the carbon intensity score. If you were to put that 34 tons of CO2 emissions into perspective, that's the equivalent of taking seven passenger vehicles off the road for a year or 79 barrels of oil. So the way we, we look at that is if we can get our clients the, the same rate of return with the same risk or arguably less risk, but have significantly higher environmental and social returns, why would we not invest our, our clients this way?
0: I have to imagine that that's a conversation that really resonates with people, right? It's like we get very, very similar returns, potentially even less risk. Is that something you'd be interested in? And I can't imagine too many people saying no.
1: Right. I, I Yeah, I think if it's um, – as long as the the biggest challenge is the the false perceptions that continue to linger that it's it's expensive you you get less returns it's it's philanthropy and that is not the case we we primarily view this as a you know especially from a fiduciary st- standpoint just a, a better way to manage money in the long term
0: got it excellent well one of the questions I certainly wanted to ask you was, What's something that you really wish that more people knew? And I guess the answer might simply be that what you probably think or you thought of about this way to invest in the past is not necessarily true anymore.
1: Yes, absolutely. Got it. Yeah, and I, I feel like um, you know we have clients all over the United States, um, different demographics. We have you know young millennial clients to um, you know older baby boomer clients and it it does seem like the younger clients tend to to get this a little bit quicker than um, some of our older clients because they've either from their own perceptions or usually the culprit is is actually financial advisors that have been in the business for a while and they still have that that incorrect mindset around impact investing
0: got it well like most anything it's it's difficult in the kind of the early stages of it to to change people's beliefs about things um but once the light bulb turns on i have to imagine i have to imagine that that that, that people are 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 excited about it so what would you say is uh just kind of in general is is the part of your job that you really enjoy the most
1: (sighs) oh i would say i mean it's it's helping people is, is probably the, uh, the short answer there. And how we help people it's through a combination of offering a very fair and attractive fee structure and then helping clients to align their portfolio with their personal values. Um, I think a lot of investors you know, they may have certain causes that they support um, whether or that that's important to them, whether that's global warming or gender equality. And they may just they may not know or understand that their investments in their 401k or their their IRA or you know just a, a traditional brokerage account are actually invested in some of the very causes that they they're trying to not support. Um, So it's it is uh, very rewarding to be able to show clients that they can align their portfolio with their values, still get the same returns and still achieve their their financial goals and, and, and make a difference.
0: Yeah, I think that that's great. And again, going back to that whole financial force of good thing, it is possible to do that. You know, I think that certainly my perception of a lot of companies in the United States that have been in the news over the past couple of years for all the absolute wrong reasons, and a lot of those are financial companies um yet have I done everything that I need to to make sure that I'm not invested in them, and I think that the answer to that question is probably no and you talking about being able to educate people about being intentional about about doing the research or allowing you to do it on their behalf? I think is extremely valuable. So I commend you for that. Um, interesting that whenever people, whenever something is new, um, talking about the way that you're investing money and also your fee structure, I imagine it's it's so much education because you're 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 not just breaking one paradigm; you're really breaking two. <laughs>
1: Right, and it's it's interesting to see how we're we're getting new clients. Um, we're getting new clients from from both angles. Uh, clients that really are um, don't want to pay the traditional one percent or, or a set percent of their portfolio. Um, when when someone has a you know a smaller overall portfolio, maybe that you know that fee structure makes a lot of sense but when a client starts getting 1 million, 2 million, 3 million built up in their portfolio we just we question you know should they really be paying 20,000, 30,000 a year in fees are they are they getting a good value for that cost um, and then the other way that we we're, we're attracting a lot of new clients is is through the the impact investing and sustainable investing movement um even though i i feel like the the movement has been catching on a lot in the last few years it's it's really just a looking at an efficient you know is a company efficiently using their resources are they minimizing risks and you know a lot of money is now managed this way approximately one in every four dollars in the united states so roughly 12 trillion dollars is managed with an ESG mandate. So even though it, you know, this, this type of investing is relatively new for, for retail investors, it's, um, it's already here and it's not going away. Nice. Well, Scott, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? All right, um, I use this often. Uh, so I would say don't let perfection get in the way of doing good. Uh, too many times, I'll hear another advisor or or maybe a prospective client bring up an issue with a company and say, you know, see this company does X, therefore they you know they can't be a good company or an impact company, and then they you know they essentially throw the baby out with the bathwater and and kind of stop there. We would argue that impact investing is not perfect, but it does make a huge difference. And, and really, going back to that example that I made earlier, that even just using an you know an index fund that mimics the S and P 500 but has that ESG mandate can make a huge difference. Uh, I mean, taking seven seven passenger vehicles off the road or, or reducing the uh, you know an investor's carbon footprint it, it makes a huge difference. Especially if we all invest this way and focus on being good stewards for for our planet and. You know, environmentally and
0: and socially. Like well, that is great stuff. That definitely gets come on, come on, Scott. <laughs> come th- on, th- <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you?
1: Thank you so much, George. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be on here and and thankful for what you're doing. Yeah, what's what's the the best way for people to find you? Um, best way would probably be to just check us out on our website. It's uh, Impact folio.co, uh, so it's uh, sometimes it gets confused with impactfolio.com. Uh, so we are www.impactfolio.co.
0: Excellent, Savage Nation. If you enjoyed just enjoyed this as much as I did, show Scott your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to impactfolio.co, check out all the great stuff on the site. Thank you again, Scott. Thank you, George. how all the technology works behind it, and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegronbacher.com forward slash podcast course, and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.